and good morning. I uh, wanted to begin this demo with a live check on our uh, email total. If you missed the introduction, this is a episode on digital and analog resolution, or just sort of explaining what digital resolution is characteristically in its difference from analog. So not even a heard difference. The sound of analog and digital are very close. But the perception of analog and digital in sort of other sensors in our, in our brain, and that does sound a little metaphysical or even pretentious, but just sort of the other sorts of things that maybe we don't even hear or perceive are very different with analog and digital signals. And so I thought I would sort of just, is my guess, because I welcome working with analog and digital equally. I, I don't have any bias. I, I, pref I like them both. However, I tend to always feel better whenever I work with purely analog digital, uh, analog signals. And so I thought I would exploit some characteristics of an analog signal this week. Or, I'm sorry, a digital signal this week by just making really glitchy sounds and sort of describe what those things are. And you can refer to the introduction if you're curious about sort of a wider idea about how analog signals sort of expand like taffy and digital signals sort of crumble when you pull them apart. And so here's a couple of good examples of that. Here is a, uh, there, because I love digital signals, there's a wide variety of digital signal-based generators, especially in the iPad and things. And here's a great app called Pixel Wave where you can draw your own waves. And one moment. So this is a digital waveform that I drew manually with Pixel Wave, and it, it really illustrates the stair-step ring, or, or the, uh, I suppose you might call it the uh, zip ring. of a digital signal. And of course, this is intentionally low bit, so this is probably emulating like a 8-bit to a 4. But if you listen, for every millisecond of a note, you've got maybe a hundredth of a millisecond of no note. And that makes a zippering kind of sound. A small space in between each. Really great, yeah. You uh, you scrub it back and forth, and immediately you have uh, Pac-Man. <laughs> That's really fun. Oh, by the way, my bad manners here. Let's do a email check. I uh, recorded uh, the introduction to the show on Friday night. It is Sunday morning now, so it's been two and a half days, or one and a half days. Whatever, whatever that is. Difference, and let's do a live tally. I'm not going to do my uh, work email because I have that machine shut down. Or actually, let's... Yeah, let's just avoid work during the weekend. My uh, my personal emails count right now, drum roll, is 100,625 unread emails. And let's see what I got in the last few days. Let's just sort this by unread... 
let's have some fun so presently uh it is what you would expect it to be um just a lot of garbage uh, twitter uh news feeds some reverb stuff i got a uh, various mailing op opportunities from places i've bought from more uh more ebay uh reddit uh a whole bunch of a whole bunch of news what you would expect to be stuff that i wouldn't want to open this isn't election season anymore so so thankfully no fundraising emails those things are guilt trips oh and then there's a couple email chains that i've been included on and I'm uh, being disc discretionary on which ones I actually want to, even though they're friends, the ones that I actually want to open up and read. Emails to myself to retain things. Other stuff. Yeah, so it looks like just in the space of, you know, it looks like we got about 50 or so last night. I, I don't know the math. And that's, that's totally unspammed. And then if I click to spam, I certainly get, you know, pages of shit. But that's kind of nice. So our current our current tally of unread emails is a hundred thousand six hundred and twenty-five, and we're approaching forty thousand unread emails in work. But it doesn't look like we got more than two or three emails sent from work over uh, the space of Friday to Sunday, and it actually looks like I will need to address those ones. <laughs> So I need to open those and evaluate them, uh, or at least just reply. So in the lead by a mile after just two days, I mean, we might make uh, 150,000 by the end of, uh, by the end of the decade or no, 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 we'll, we'll far exceed that by the end of, by the end of 2000, by 2030, I think at this pace, I might be at 250,000 emails. So that is, so right now, so I'm using Pixel Tracker to demonstrate the stair step ring or these, uh, the, the worst qualities of signal resolution, which is its own beautiful sound. That's really cool sounding. But hopefully you you uh, are able to hear just as many gaps in that sound as there is sound, right? Digital can make a clearer tone. This is a digitally created uh, tone, and uh, and the click at the end of this is just sort of to indicate the actual loop point. This could be as uh, clear and beautiful as I want it without the, without the click. So this is just a digital tone. I don't want you to think that, I don't want you to come away from this thinking that digital is all this. You know, you are capable of getting really uh, what I call glossy or icy nice tones with digital. I'm going to keep a uh, click track there in there to demonstrate a couple things. Let's check the email. We haven't gotten any new emails since I've been talking. I'm still at 100,625. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm here for the whole time. So digital love... Uh, let's... Uh, 
Oh, that's great. I really recommend this app. I love it. So you can draw any number of waveforms you want. In terms of just our uh, digital pitch tempo here, here's a digital VCO. Again, I, I inserted a click into this, which click, click. And what that's going to do is that's going to demarcate time for us. So that's at 50. So I've slowed it down. It's made it go faster. But it's not a bad sound at all. I mean, digital tones are not bad. Let's change the pitch up on it. rabbit hole. That sounds actually really pretty. So that's a nice demonstration of how lovely digital oscillators can sound and how harsh. A digital oscillator, I'm going to actually just commit that. So here we have, okay, so we made that digital oscillator now. It's really pretty. So what I want to establish just for conversation is that a digital oscillator is still, like all digital things, like all deep fakes, a lie, you know? It is, it is a piece of code and a virtual, there's the term virtual analog, and that means exactly that. Phony analog, but it sounds great. Again, there's that click track just to make time. You can do a lot with both of these, uh, filtering and other things, but what I wanted to do is demonstrate perhaps in a exploitative sense <laughs> or perhaps in a uh, exaggerated sense how a digital signal is made. Let's check. Oh, I got uh, 600 and uh, I just got an email that came in. Damn it, I'm going to have to read that one. Okay, I replied to it, but it doesn't... Uh, I replied to it friendly. It was a good email to come in. Regretfully, that doesn't add to our number, so it's still at 100,625. That deserves... <laughs> an oscillator. Uh, so what I wanted to do is 
demonstrate sort of how you can deconstruct a digital waveform and maybe even create one through making these large gaps between the bitrate and also sort of make so I'm going to make two things. First, I'm going to make a really bitrated, a uh, very stair-stepped waveform. And so because if you go to 4-bit or 8-bit, if you just look up on Wikipedia like bitrate, you'll see a graphic that shows how the less resolution is applied to a waveform, the more it doesn't look smooth. It looks like a bunch of steps that you walk up. So we've got, we have that tone. And what I'm going to do is I'm just going to very quickly add, using a pitch pitch bender, I'm just going to add 200 cents to each thing. So, so I'm going to do this really crudely and people are probably going to think that I'm being unfair to the digital waveform, but I'm doing this, I'm using software that isn't designed to do this, but I'm just sort of guessing out stair steps and adding 200 cents of pitch each time. And you'll hear, got, got two more to go. Here's the last one. And so let's hear that. <laughs> Let's loop that. So I'm hoping you really do hear a very clear break in between each note. Now if we make this much faster, you begin to hear something that sounds very much like a video game audio. Because video game audio was sort of this kind of sound design where they would use code to just say, you know, for like Galaga or something, they would indicate both speed and pitch. And use the, the, uh, the crude sound options they had on those PCBs. And you get a sound. So to walk this back, I have just started with this tone and added more and more, more and more. You get it. You get it. And then we, uh, we, Kept on adding different pitch tones, and then we ended up with this uh, masterpiece. Very, very, uh, very glitchy. And if you were somebody who loves that sound, you could you could conversely say, and that's something you can't really easily get with an analog signal. I do want to argue that maybe your brain is hearing those kind of clicking stair steps. And I'm, and there's so many things that we don't perceive as heard sound and just hear, you know, the, the range of hearing with a, uh, with a human is easily demonstrated if you have a dog or a cat. 
one of the most interesting things I've ever heard, and I'll do an approximation with the one that we made a minute ago. I can't do it. Uh, one, of the, one of the more interesting things I've ever heard in my life was a transistor or a transformer in a uh, electric grid blowing up. And this happened about a year or two ago, and I was just in my living room, and it was just the clearest, whitest sound. And by white, I mean just sort of like the color of it. It just... Uh, very clear sort of round sound passed through the house it was a boom but a clear boom i had never heard there were no artifacts there was none of this there was like no artifact whatsoever and it just sort of cascaded across the house and i looked forward because i sort of my ears my human ears thought that it was maybe a little north of me a little north west of me and our cat looked behind the house and she was completely right it was a transformer that was east of us that had uh exploded and it just was a sound i'll never hear again i doubt i i guess you can't record it um it's just you have to feel it and it's something that might what I thought about with it was that there was a quality to it that, yeah, you can't record it. And my brain interpreted it in ways that exceeded what it heard, because just describing it as a really clear sort of artifact-free boom that went through me, the sound it just continued through our house, through the next house, through whatever, in almost a benevolent way, too, even though it was the sound of an explosion. It was just an incredible noise. And it was an informative moment for me thinking about what it is we hear and what it is we perceive. And that's sort of what I was talking about with texture. We're still at 100,625 unread emails. We're having a nice low red, low email day. But I think about that with analog and digital tones. Here's our kludgy one that we made. <laughs> I made that. Uh, even the best analog tones, let's go back to the other one, have things in it that are stair steps or, or glides or artifacts that aren't there in analog tones. Go back to the introduction when I stretched out the analog tone and you just hear it become taffy-like no matter how long. I uh, extend it or stretch it out. It's just something to think about with sound design because both things are real feelings or sounds. and it's But it's also something to think about when people rely only on one format, be it uh, DAW-based or digital Eurorack or analog purist. It's nice to cook with whatever you can cook with. And so I like to cook with everything. I love to do that. Oh, that's really cool. So this actual sound from Pixel Tracker, I just sort of drew in two seconds. This would be a very difficult... This would be... This would be a very... Where'd it go? 
This would be a very difficult thing to... That'd be a very difficult sound to make with just pure analog filtering. You'd probably have to use some sample and hold. You'd have to put in a very delicate kind of... Uh, probably a square wave going into a filter. Have to hook up some other VCAs. But with a digital signal, it's rather quick because it's purposely... Oh, that's cool. Let's hear that. It's very pretty. So I like analog and I like digital a lot. This isn't an anti-resolution piece. But I thought originally to go through my whole email, but <laughs> let's see. Let's see what the, my, my last, my first sort by unread. Let's see if I can go back oldest on top. Oh, it doesn't allow me to do both unread and oldest because that'd be kind of fun to see what my first unread message was. But I'm unallowed of that. But it is kind of incredible to have this completely searchable database of your life if you keep an email box around. Uh, it can be a comfort. I always like email as a data retrieval system for any number of things, you know? That's what email sounds like. <laughs> That's email. Of course, the analog of email, I guess, would be a typewriter. Or maybe a telegraph. Very fun. I think Pixel Tracker was like three bucks. Or Pixel Wave. What digital synthesizers do really easily is quantize. Um, and that's really tough for analog. And so you have to buy a, qu a quantizer for analog. And I just switched apps to Bebot. Which is one of the best digital synths. It's a little robot that you play. He opens his mouth every time he sings. Let's see what we got. Maybe that's what I'm going to do with the demo this week. Is that okay? So to close this discussion, I don't know if I introduced this as the demo or the discussion at the, at the beginning of this, but I'm going to just create a very crude waveform, and I'll again do this in the way that I know you you I know you're like wow you know if only somebody would use a waveform generator. Oh wow. Okay, so. Okay. Okay, so I've made a blip and a space. All right, so I'm going to just copy it. And every time I, and I'm going to modify that blip every time by 200 cents. Okay. 
You can do it five times. One more. <laughs> There's some music in lead. Sorry, this is a. Uh, I'll I'll pipe in some uh, some music after I edit this, so you actually hear something. But here we go. I don't know if that's enough, so let me copy that and make that into make that whole one up 500. It's a little too much, too much. Let's go back and just do 200. Okay, there we go. So this is just a pulse with a space, pulse and a space. And each, each pulse, I've just added a small amount of pitch incremental each time. So what I'm curious about is actually if we can, through just speeding this up, if we can make this into an actual clear waveform. You hear it kind of go up. So to make this a sine wave, we'd also want to make it go backwards. So. Copy. I'm just using a, a waveform editor like Audacity and stuff to, to go through this. <laughs> okay, we got a gap there. Hold on. And it seems like we also need to get rid of the last one. But I think we got this. Hold on. There we go, okay. Okay, so I've made a very, very crude waveform, which is just a pulse, a space, a pulse, a space, 10 or 15 times and just up and down with the pitch. Sounds pretty good. Stop that, and now let's just keep on making this faster and faster. And I think to demonstrate. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Demonstrate, we got 200%. Okay. Wow, that sounds terrible. I didn't test this before I did it. Let's just uh, keep on making it fast. Faster. Wow, okay, we are kind of getting there. Okay, so I've just uh, increased this manually made waveform and just used very crude digital speeding tools to kind of blend those gaps in between. And now I'll do another digital trick, which is blurring them slightly. Oh, that's too much. Let's just go Let's just uh, go without any effects. And now go into composition mode.
kind of an alien. So I didn't expect this to sound good. There we go, it's kind of a good sound. I gotta tell you, that could very easily be some sort of digital module where somebody's like, you, you gotta hear this VCO. And you could just modulate it with some CV. So this is a backward engineered digital waveform. <laughs> so for this uh, week side A, I think we're gonna just sort of see what we can make with fake digital waveforms. So digital waveforms are already fake analog waveforms, but they have their own wonderful one, uh, let's go back to Pixel Tracker. But they have their own great sound to them. Here's my here's my VCO. That I just made while we were talking. I could load this into a sampler and have a full full keyboard bed of it. So that's also another nice thing about digital over over analog is you can just make it. <laughs> you can make your own VCO. If you're on a budget and looking to make your own sound, you know, the steps involved here were really easy. I just literally made a tone in a uh, free uh, waveform editor, made a tone, and then added a space, and then pasted the same tone and changed its pitch, added a space, changed it. Let's go back. So now at the cooking show is when we uh, we go and we talk about everything we've done. So made the space and then I, so first I made this tone, or actually here's just one of them. This is a tone in a space, tone space. This is the uh, dither or the stair step or the resolution. This is a one bit tone, <laughs> literally one on, one off. Then I copied and pasted it into a row of about 20 and at each increment added just enough of a pitch step, 200 cents or so, to make audible difference in sound up and down. Then I made it very fast then I went into uh, a pitch shifter. And I have my sound that I've made. I am my band and I'm making my sound. I'm not even meaning this disparagingly, but... Oh, there's some tone in there, hold on. actually now go into a uh, equalizer again this is all free software audacity level stuff now I'm just going into an equalizer 
not using a fancy equalizer at all. This is just a in-the-box equalizer. Let's change that. Okay, so let's load that. And let's now do the same trick with pitch. So copy, paste, and just change the pitch each time. Let's just make that into two. Let's reverse that. A lot of times... There we go. So I demonstrate that is uh, not really an amazing sound, but really not a bad one either. You can make literally your own, on your own. <laughs> That's, uh, of course, then uh, the great cheat is at a little delay. Hold on. Is that a delay? There we go. Sounds great. Or you can add reverb too. These are all free things. There we go. That's cool, isn't it? All of that was made while you were listening to it, and I'm not saying it's fantastic, but it's a testament to the value of digital is that I was able to build something up just with one concept of one blip in a space, and then adding pitch, and then sort of slowing things out, and then just using some free stuff. So you can also modulate this with left to right. We got a pretty cool sound, I think, right now. This is just reverb and delay, built in free on pretty much any computer that has sound software. There's uh, some VST or AU free plugin for just delay and reverb. So digital is a great argument for making your own sound, you know, I mean, this is a, this doesn't exist as a product. I just made this. And if I uh, spent more time on it, I could even, but this is where it started. <sighs> kind of fun. Obviously analog would be uh, many hundreds of dollars just to get to that point, <laughs> just to get to that point. But I do want to point out that this is what your ears or your brain are likely separating. They're probably, there is a very good chance that this kind of digital thing is being interpreted by your brain just in terms of music equals mood or sound equals some sort of mind process. You know, that might be really swampy and cool and perfect. And there might be a total applicable use for it. It's going to warm up a lot once you add some voice to it or add an analog signal to it. And conversely, an analog signal will also 
sort of mellow out a little if it has a tooth or a bright digital signal to complement it. So they both complement one each other, but I just sort of wanted to talk about analog or digital resolution and sort of the idea of stair-stepping. Like that. Oh, that's a funny sound. And making your own sounds. So now let's make a... Uh, conclude the demo check our email man this is amazing it, it's so funny a watch pot never boils my uh, my email has not moved this entire demo it's 100 except for the one that i had to respond to it's 100 625,000 unread emails and we haven't moved the uh, moved the dial either on our work email um somewhere around 39,000 really sad you know it's like taking in your car to the mechanic you could call the mechanic and say, I keep on getting all these unread emails. And they're like, well, bring it in. <laughs> and I let him look at it. And he's like, well, I st I've been looking at it for an hour and I haven't seen a change from 100,625. 100, I don't think we have anything to fix. It's really a fun sound. So let's uh, now get in, into uh, side A, music made with some of this stuff. And then side B, continuing saga of charlie pickle our friend when last we uh, saw charlie he had uh made a bit of a mess in his kitchen and a bit of a deal with the irs and uh he's back at work now i think his uh second shift on that friday started at 1 p.m so we will jump back in with him after side a and thank you very much you know uh, if you want to support the show by the way i should point out that there is a uh, pretty good Bandcamp selection of all our episodes, and I always welcome your visitation on our Bandcamp page at eptc.bandcamp.com. Have a really good week, and uh, let's get into those. I made this waveform, but this one I didn't make. They're both good.